Welcome to the Volatile Weekly Podcast. This is episode three of the Volatile Weekly Podcast, and this week's guest is uh, Justin Bilton. You probably know him from Three Doors Down, and uh, he is currently also working on uh, some country music. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, so my name is Jared. I run a website called Volatile Weekly, and uh, on that website, I post a lot of um, uh, like interviews as well as like uh, PR, such as like uh, album releases, tour dates, music videos, um, all sorts of things. And uh, I'm starting a podcast now, and you're one of the uh, the first people on it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, my name's Justin Bilton. Um, originally from North Carolina. Um, live in Nashville, Tennessee, for the past eight years. Um, touring in a rock band, uh, writing country music, performing country music. Um, play guitar, play bass, leather worker. Love doing woodwork, um, like good tequila. Um, oh, um, I found this new stuff. Well, I don't know if it's new, but it's um, it's called El Terreso. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. And um, Terramana is really good. That's the Rocks tequila brand. It's uh, really smooth. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I was wondering how that one was. Um, the Resposado is really good, and um, yeah, both of them are great. Um, good stuff. <laughs> so uh, I was I was looking at your history, and I saw that you uh, played with. Uh, let's see here, uh, Three Doors Down, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, the bass player. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that like? Um, it's still cool. We. Uh, we haven't been able to tour the past two years um, because of COVID stuff, but it's been, it's fun. We get to do a lot of cool stuff, um, travel the world, played all over the place, uh, wrote a record together. Is there uh, any, uh, any other artists that you uh, played with that you uh, was like a really big fan of before? Uh, Charlie Daniels. Oh, wow. Uh, what was that yeah. like? It was incredible. Um, got to play with him a couple times, and one of those times got to go on stage and sing with him. And uh, actually, Luke Bryan on Devil Went Down to Georgia, which was kind of a crazy random night, but it was very cool. It definitely sounds like it. Uh, I- I'm sure you've uh, had a lot of interesting shows, considering that you've traveled all over the world. Uh, uh, do any kind of stand out? Yeah. Um, we've gotten to play quite a few kind of big events. Uh, one of them was the Boy Scout Jamboree about six, seven years ago. And there's like 90,000 people there. The King of Sweden was there. He's a big uh, like supporter of the Boy Scouts and has a big chapter in Sweden. Um, 
that was pretty crazy. And then we played the inauguration for Trump. That was absolutely insane. More people than I've ever seen in, in one place. And we're, we played on the um, Lincoln Monument. So pretty crazy historical thing, regardless of your political views. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything like that, regardless of your political views, is, is just amazing. I mean, uh, I, I can't even imagine what it would have felt like to be on that stage in front of all of those people at such an important event. Pretty wild. Um, yeah, a lot of it's kind of a blur just from, you know, traveling and security and doing all that kind of stuff, but it's pretty cool. So uh, do you have any uh, favorite places uh, that you like to play? Yeah, um, I love playing in Germany. Um, great people there. It's really cool history all over the place. There's food there's beer uh, the shows are always great um it's a beautiful place too um on the rock side ohio is always fun that's a big kind of rock state uh, hey have you ever played uh welcome to rockville no I haven't no that's that's a that's a pretty good one that's the one that i cover the most um, where is that one uh, that is normally in Jacksonville, Florida, but uh, okay. they have moved it to Daytona for the next several years. And the, uh, the I believe if I remember right, they rescheduled it uh, uh, from, I think, July to November. Uh, so they're kind of okay. hoping that uh, they can actually have a, a festival this year. Yeah. Maybe we have played Rockville. I feel like they're because they do like Rock on the Range. I think Welcome to Rockville. I think there's one in Fort Myers, Florida that's really big too. And I think in like Carolina Rebellion, I think they're all like booked through the same group. Mm -hmm. And uh, we definitely played that one in Jacksonville. I'm, I'm sure the 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 fans when you go to festivals like that are just amazing. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's always a great time with that because the fans are there and dedicated, and they want to see. You know, most of them want to see every group that's coming through, and they're having fun and been looking forward to that for a long time. So it's very cool to get to do that stuff. So you you currently uh, play country, right? Yeah. So uh, what kind of led you from going from alt rock to country? Um, it was something I was into before I was ever in three doors. Um, I grew up on it. My dad was always singing it. Um, once I started touring in bands when I was 18, I was um, got back into it and started listening to it a lot when I was on the road. Um, started writing it, kind of taking taking stabs at it and did that for a little while. and over i think it was over 10 years ago now but um a guy here in town wanted me to come right with him and kind of showed me how nashville does the um like group songwriting stuff and wrote a bunch of cool songs and that really got me hooked and once i moved here it was pretty easy to just um 
get co-writes with different people and kind of develop that little group of folks that we were writing songs with. And through that, uh, my friends and my family started pushing me to put that music out myself. And um, once I started doing that, then the, the fans for Three Doors really latched onto it as well and started enjoying it. And so, so there's definitely cool. some some overlap between uh, Three Doors and, and your, what you're currently doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I imagine them just seeing your name. Uh, alone probably sparked some interest in into uh listening to your music yeah <laughs> um three doors has some really dedicated fans and they just get excited about what you know what the guys in the band are doing and luckily for me they latched onto the songs that i've been putting out and i've been really enjoying it so uh have you uh, uh put down any music recently yeah, I put out a single, um, I guess a month or two ago now, um, called Wild Mustangs. And just been working on that song. And I've got a couple more coming up, but um, been pushing that one a lot. Uh, what inspired you to write that song? Um, kind of had uh, an idea for the chorus and the title. And I always love telling stories in the songs. Um, I try to do that in a lot of stuff. And sat down with my buddy, Richard Mitchell, and we were just talking like we usually do before we started writing. And he uh, he was telling a story about, like, he was on a date with a girl and where he grew up in uh, California. And going on a date was like just going, kind of driving around in the desert. And they were out there driving one day, and I heard a wild Mustangs uh, ran by them. So that's kind of where that first bit of that song came from. And I'd had the idea and the title of Wild Mustangs for something, and we just kind of told the story through that kind of love and loss in that setting. I, I really like it uh, when bands actually tell stories in their songs, uh, especially if, if they're – trying to get like a message out um do, do you ever try to put messages out through your music yeah i think so um i try to at least there's i think there's a message in a lot of stuff but um try to tell a story and relate to folks and you know kind of put that message in there yeah i'm, I'm sure when whenever you sing uh stuff like that it's it's probably um really relatable and uh, I imagine you probably get some some energy uh, off of the crowd. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's exactly why we. Well, I say we. It's exactly why I write songs, and I know a lot of other writers do the same thing. And it's to connect with people and connect with um, an audience that you know might be going through the same thing or have gone through something similar or in a place in their lives that they kind of need to hear that somebody else has been where they are and they're not alone in it. So um, no matter what it is, whether it's good or bad. And I think that's something that music has always done, but it's something that as a songwriter, I definitely strive to do and pretty much all my music. Uh, have you had any, um, uh, 
contact with any with anyone that's like listened to your music and, and they you know had uh, uh some sort of emotional connection to it yeah um especially on the single that i put out before wild mustangs um was a song called worth hanging on to mm-hmm. and i had a lot of people reach out about that song and it continues to get a lot of plays and it's like the you know most listened to song that i've had so far and i think it's because of the the timing of it and also the message and people have like from the first time we really started playing it out live people were relating to it and connecting with it and this just has something special about it i think that people relate to so there's been quite a bit of that with several songs but especially that one that that makes a lot of sense uh, i imagine um you know with with covid and covid and everything uh that's that's probably a shared experience that a lot of people can kind of uh, latch on to. Uh, yeah. Uh, has anything else that you uh, written uh, been inspired, uh, you know, throughout the COVID? Um, sort of. I wouldn't say it was necessarily like inspired by that, mm-hmm. but um, the new song I'm putting out. Um, is one that I just sat down and wrote by myself, and it was during the the kind of height of the shutdown, like bars, restaurants, none of that stuff was open. Nobody was doing any kind of co-writes in person. It was all through Zoom, which I don't like doing, but I just kind of sat down and wrote this song and ended up being kind of about where I grew up and all those different things and kind of made sense for me to just write it by myself anyways, because it was my personal, you know, experience of of where I grew up. So um, I wouldn't really say it was inspired by COVID, but I don't think I would have wrote that song if we didn't have like a a whole thing shut down. Yeah. I'm I'm sure, you know, having all of this extra time gives you uh, a lot more time to really you know dig into your creative side yeah i've been i've been trying to for sure and i think uh sometimes especially like kind of doing it the nashville way um you can get stuck in the the mindset of just only doing co-writes and you got to crank out a song in three hours instead of you know sometimes just taking you know, a couple of days or a week or coming back to it and refining the song over a month. And I think that's what kind of brought me back around to that. How do you think uh, living in Nashville's influenced your music? It's influenced a lot. Um, I always kind of say that like iron sharpens iron, that old, that old saying, and it, it's true. Um, if you want to get better at something, you got to be around people that are, better than you at it and learn from them and if you're going to do songwriting or you know any kind of musicianship of any kind with whatever instrument you're playing the best of the best are going to be around here so just getting out in the world of nashville and being around people that are better than you and learning from them is extremely important
not just like trying to make it in the business, but, you know, kind of honing your craft anyways. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I, I know uh, I have uh, been around some, uh, uh, a few musicians that are just, you know, kind of blow me away the, the way they um, play the guitar, like finger picking and, and all of that. And um, it's, it's interesting to, to see, you know, what kind of talent uh, people have. Um, uh, is there anybody like specific that you've uh, played with that, um, that maybe kind of helped you hone into um, to your art? Yeah, um, I probably think of a, a bunch of folks. Um, I would say my buddy Josh Paul from Daughtry, bass player. He's like just a one of the best bass players you've ever heard. Incredible musician, really awesome with melodies. Um, bunch of writers, bunch of writing friends. A um, couple people coming up, like my my buddy Stephen Nix. He's a really good writer. Um, always feel challenged when I write with him to you know come up with better stuff and. My buddy Matt Wynn, he's a really good singer, so you're always kind of, you know, learning different things from that. Um, I named James House. He, uh, one of the guys that really took me under his wing when I first came to Nashville and kind of taught me that whole way of writing around here. Um, just a great writer and a lot of knowledge. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a bunch of folks. So let me ask you uh, a different kind of question. So uh, recently, you've, you definitely have had a little bit more free time than the normal uh, due to COVID, and and um, you know even before that, you know uh, when you were in between uh, uh, touring and, and writing and stuff. Um, what what kind of things uh, do do you like to work on when when you're not uh, doing anything with music? Um, I've been doing leather work for a long time, so I like making stuff. Um, I like building things anyways, so anything like that, it's great. Um, yeah, just try to stay busy, stay creative, you know, do something cool in the house, work on it, change it, remodel it. Um, yeah, I'm always getting into something, working on, uh, t-shirt company apparel company called uh sacred west trading uh, and what, always what, designing different things for that yeah uh so what what really got you into uh doing that um it's something i always wanted to kind of do i guess with as much like e-commerce stuff is popping up all over the place because there's a lot of different resources and different ways that you can put a little company together without having to have like 500 t-shirts sitting in your basement trying to sell them and printing presses or anything like there's other outlets for it but um i love westerns i love wild west stuff um so that was a huge inspiration for it i think like all the designs are kind of based around that. So. So uh, is it like a, a drawing that you do when you create your designs? Yeah. Um, 
a lot of it's drawn, kind of put stuff together on Photoshop. Um, it's me and my buddy Darren. We started working on it, and he's a really good designer too. So sometimes I can just sketch something up, and he can turn it into a really cool graphic with Photoshop. And we just put it together and put it up on the site and try to sell some stuff. Well, I, I hope you're making a lot of sales right now. I mean, with with you being able to uh, to tour at the moment, um, how has the uh, the e-commerce really helped out? It's been good. Um, still put most of that money back into the company and build it and grow it now. But you know, every time we post something, we get some sales. So the big trick is just getting the name out and getting it in front of people constantly so that they get that kind of brand recognition in there and keep on growing it which is another fun thing to do and work on what about the um the like the wood the woodworking that you've done where, where you said you uh you build things what, what kind of stuff do you build um i've worked on guitars like carved them with the uh, different cool designs and stuff um i just got a wood lathe for christmas um started making all sorts of little stuff with the wood lathe that's really relaxing and you can make cool things with it um furniture any um, shelves anything you can think of <laughs> it's, it sounds like you're pretty talented uh doing that i get lucky every now and then yeah i got a lot of stuff that uh ends up just getting turned into something else but i like doing it so um feel like if i got a vision for it i can put it together pretty easy so uh do you have any uh any new projects coming up yeah i'm working on that new song um that i was talking about it's called it's gonna be called caroline hopefully get that out in the next couple of weeks play some shows um yeah keep writing keep coming up with more songs and keep putting them out i gotta figure out how to how to do tiktok yeah yeah tiktok is a i i think it is a really uh interesting and cool uh form of social media and i, I mean i'm seeing people you know, using that, that are turning into like TikTok stars, which I never would have yeah. been a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great tool, but I just feel like my brain doesn't work like that. Like the, the amount of like constantly filming stuff all day and filming yourself and talking to your phone and coming up with shit. I just, sorry. Um, stuff. Mm -hmm. like my brain just doesn't work in that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can think of like a, a song or two to play like once a week, not five different videos to post every single day. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I mean, especially if if you're shooting itself, uh, that that could take up a lot of time and energy. Um, one artist uh, that uh, I know uh, uses TikTok is a uh, Miley Cyrus and. Uh, a lot of the stuff that she posts is like from like music videos or maybe um, a video from a, from a concert. 
Uh, and I, I think that probably is, is a good way to kind of, you know, get your, get your music out to uh, a, a younger generation. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I think, I think that will be uh, another tool that you can put in that tool bit. Yeah, for sure. And I'm trying. Uh, do you, uh, do you use uh, Twitter or Facebook pages? No, or I, I stay off Twitter. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. That's one. Like if, if that's good, if Twitter is going to make or break, you know, some opportunity I have in the future, then I'm just going to pass on whatever opportunity that is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, it's an evil place. I don't like it. <laughs> that's, that's very understandable. Uh, I, I know it's, it's sort of like, uh, uh, looking at YouTube comments, it's just people whining. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a dark place. Yeah, it's a dark place. I don't want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see. Well, um, I mean, I'm sure a lot, a lot of people use it to, you know, great success. But mm-hmm. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think kind of the the easiest way to kind of use Twitter and um, and uh, and get some enjoyment out of it is if, if you have some people, you know, like blowing you up, complaining or whatever, just mute them, don't block them. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's good to kind of get your message to them, even if their message they're trying to get back to you is is you know inappropriate. Right, right. So let's see here. Looks like we're coming up pretty close to our time is there is there anything that you want to highlight um no uh, you know keep listening to wild mustangs and if you if you're listening to this and you live in texas or something keep requesting it it's uh doing pretty good on the charts there so yeah Uh, that's about it what are your uh your website addresses it's justinbiltman.com and pretty much everything's linked off of that. It's pretty easy to get to. Um, Justin, three doors down on Instagram. Well, everyone needs to go to your website and buy as much as, much merch as they possibly can. Because uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. You you are a, a, an amazing guy. You've done some amazing things already, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing what you put out next. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, if there was anything else, we can uh, go ahead and stop now. Cool. I'm I'm good. All right, well, I I appreciate your time, and uh, whenever I get this edited, I will let you know. Very cool. I appreciate you having me on. All right, well, thank you. Cool, yeah. Talk to you later. All right, goodbye.